you have a question, you have a comment, something you need to say, let's get after it. I'm Chris Cuomo. Welcome to the response version of the Chris Cuomo Project. It's great to have you here with me on the podcast. Thanks for subscribing and following and getting the free agent merch. Greg has been culling from among the cullable, uh, the questions, the comments, the Cuomo, you suck, all of it. Uh, we're going to get after it right now, and let's see where we can make some progress. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Done With Debt. Let me tell you, we're all dealing with it, especially in American culture, right? Because we're so credit sensitive. We have so much available credit. People take advantage of it. Often it takes advantage of them. High interest credit cards are real. Loans make it nearly impossible to pay off your debt. Inflation keeps just taking away what you can pay, keeps you stuck in almost a paycheck to paycheck existence. Done with debt can be a lifeline. Done with debt has this ingenious new system that gives you a way to deal with debt faster and easier than you probably thought possible. See, Done With Debt analyzes all the debt options that you qualify for. They know how to reduce bills, cut interest rates. They have a skilled staff of negotiators that know how to get debt out of your life, ready? Permanently. Done With Debt has a bunch of experts. They've been doing this and they know the best strategies to reduce and remove debt from your life. But you gotta hurry because some debt solutions are time sensitive. Here's how easy they'll make it. If you go to donewithdebt.com, that's donewithdebt.com, right? D-O-N-E-W-I-T-H-D-E-B-T.com, you can find the answers to your debt problems. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from AG1. Listen, my brothers and sisters, you know that I take my health seriously, right? I'm an aging athlete. I'm dealing with long COVID. That's why AG1 is a big part of my game, and I have been taking it for many years. Why? Because it's one and done. I don't have to worry about the combinations. I don't have to worry about the price the same way. It's so much less expensive than taking all these things separately. And... It's the deliverability. It's just a scoop and a glass of warm water for me, but you can put a scoop of it in whatever you want. And boop, down the hatch, and that's that. People ask me all the time, AG1, do you really take it? Yeah, it's all over my house. And I've been drinking it for a long time, and I think it works. I have partnered with AG1 for so long because they make a high-quality product that I trust to have as part of my routine every day. So you want to replace whatever you're doing now? Start AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash ccp. That's drinkag1.com slash ccp. Check it out. Hi, Chris. My name is Scott. I'm calling from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Chris, I just want to express my feelings towards something about this gun violence in America going on today. Instead of trying to take guns away from the pinheads, how about we uh, put a heavy-duty licensing fee on them and we can get past all the all the griping about it because if they care to read on to the Second Commandment, it says to 
form and maintain a regulated militia. You know, like us Army vets, we have to be qualified on the weapon. We have to be trained on the weapon. That's all I'm saying. If it's good enough for the veterans, why isn't it good enough for everybody else is all I'm saying. It's maybe an avenue we go down. I'd like to hear back from you. You're doing a great job, folks. Keep it up. Oh, look, the, the history of the jurisprudence of the Second Amendment is easily discoverable. And it was always the way that you're putting it which is this was like something that was put on the people as opposed from the people uh, putting it on the government, meaning Washington and others were complaining that people weren't trained, didn't have weapons, the weapons didn't work, and you could never defend this country that way. And they were a little worried in the beginning about having a standing army because that could be used as the tool of a despot. So that's where this came from. And there was never an identified individual right until the Scalia case, which was in the 2000s. So the idea that that's why you need conservatives on the court because they stick to the four corners of the document, well, that's not what happened there. So this is about politics uh, and how you form policy around it. But look, we are where we are with the jurisprudence on the Supreme Court now, and you're not going to take away all the guns anyway. Could you do better with who gets them? Yeah. I mean, I think something as simple as what Canada does or what we do with carry permits for pistols um, the vetting that goes into that, why can't you do that? Because then only the good guys do it and all the bad guys get guns illegally on the street. You're talking about gangbangers and thieves and robbers and burglars, and that's true. But that's one problem that you would deal with one way. The other problem are the mass shootings, which are a very small number of the shootings, but they're ones that you seem to care about the most. That's why the right is always bringing up the gangbang shootings, even though they haven't done a hell of a lot to make those populations and those communities worthy of avenues to, to dignity where they don't have to have that kind of criminality. They'll say, yeah, but the Democrats run them. Yeah, but where's the funding come from? It's all top down. And a lot of these problems are intractable and multifaceted and we haven't wanted to invest in it, and which is why we have such socioeconomic disparities in this country, or it's a reason. So you're right about your reckoning, but we moved on in terms of uh, the court's reckoning and now we got to deal with it. We got to reckon to have a reckoning about the reckoning. Hey, Chris, I just wanted to ask you a question. How do we possibly get to a medium within the parties? Because we're looking at far rights, far lefts right now, and it's becoming really difficult and it's becoming a very difficult political landscape and it's dividing this country more than it is unifying this country. So how is there a way for us to bridge it and possibly uh, connect more? Thank you. Be a free agent. Be a critical thinker. Be an independent. Leave the parties. Uh, that will force the parties to reach out to swing voters and to say things that are more reasonable and measured. And God forbid or God provide, start to see cooperation as a strength and not as a weakness. Because now opposition is the main position. So you also need to have systemic changes in the states where you got to have the primaries be open. Because that's what really feeds into this fringe mentality is these primaries and who gets to be the candidate in the first place, the nominee rather, is that these primaries have the most concentrated vote, which means the most fringe, the most zealous vote. And then you get these candidates that represent those interests that don't necessarily reflect the rest of the party, let alone the rest of the country. Most of you don't want to be in a party. That's a good trend. 
The trend is your friend. And people leaving the parties is one of the best signs that we can get to a better place. My name is David. I need to know what channels I and my family should be listening to for the truth of what's happening in the United States of America. Thanks, Chris. Uh, thank you, brother. Uh, you should be doing what you're doing, which is uh, sampling me and others. Take yourself out of your comfort zone. The facts are easier to get than the context and their significance and whatever the analysis is. I don't think anybody should be locked into one outlet or one point of view. News Nation is doing a good job in my appraisal. I think where everything is coming from with on the, on the channel is pretty straightforward and obvious. So you'll know like, oh, this guy's kind of a righty or oh, this guy kind of feels this way or she feels that way. And I think transparency is the goal of fairness more than this kind of magical goal of objectivity. I don't think human beings are objective on things that go beyond the quantitative. Two plus two is always four. Four is not always enough, no matter whatever it is you're talking about. It gets subjective. So I think that you should monitor different outlets, especially when it comes to politics. And you should not be afraid of change. You know, like, oh, I've always liked this, but this seems wrong now. Maybe I should try something else. Change. Try something else. Sample different things. Okay? Just like you do with the discernment of every other value judgment that you make in your life. Hi, Chris. This is Diana. I'm from Buffalo, New York. I wanted to say thank you for your wonderful show, your podcast, your walk and talk. It's all awesome. And I wanted to ask you how you're doing. Okay. You get a lot of comments from different people as far as, you know, politics and everything that's going on, which is quite a lot. But I was more concerned or interested in how you're doing because I know that you mentioned that you had some, if you want to say, issues or feelings of depression. So that was my question. How are you doing? How are you feeling with all these changes? Do you feel like you're getting better? Do you feel happier? I hope you are. And that's pretty much it. I hope you're doing well. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful weekend. And thank you so much. Bye-bye. So first of all, thank you so much uh, with everything you have going on in your life to care about mine and giving me this opportunity. And thank you uh, for checking in on me. You know, the struggle is real. We're all struggling with something. I'm not special in any regard. And I'm certainly no victim of anything other than circumstance, just like you and everybody else. I'm still figuring out professionally what to do. Uh, and because of how exposed my profession is and how public facing it is, that bleeds into the personal. And I would say that I am still uh, trying to figure out how to um, balance what I expose my family to because of being in a public space and face and trying to expose them to less is very important to me. Uh, I think I can do my job uh, and take care of them better than I have in the past. So I'm focused on that and figuring out as I go along. And there's some frustrations, but when aren't there frustrations? And um, I appreciate that you like what we're offering it up and uh, hopefully will continue to be a point of value and utility in your life. And when it isn't, let me know because I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to waste your time. But thank you very much for caring about me. I'm doing what I can as often as I can, which probably isn't enough, but it's better than nothing.
and I'll take it. I got very low expectations. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Cozy Earth. Let me tell you, bedding matters. And this isn't just me telling you this. In a recent survey, 7 out of 10 parents said that they get an average of three hours of sleep a night in the baby's first year. Hello, Greg. Now, mommies need quality sleep, and bedding will matter. There are other variables, but here's one that you can control, okay? When we made the switch to Cozy Earth, I noticed the difference. I did not know that fabric or textiles could really be temperature sensitive, meaning if it's cold, they keep you warm. If it's warm, they can kind of cool you off. I did not know that. I know it now because I have Cozy Earth, okay? So this Mother's Day, why don't you treat the mamas in your life to the luxury they deserve with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize her self-care and sleep health? Doesn't she deserve it? Mm-hmm. Don't forget, use my promo code CHRIS at checkout and you'll get 35% off at CozyEarth.com, okay? When you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop down, and that will make me very happy. Support for the Chris Cuomo Project comes from Done With Debt. This is a big one, especially in America, man. You need Done With Debt. If you're one of us who's addicted to credit, you need Done With Debt because you're going to bed thinking about how much you owe and what the minimum amount payable is and what are you going to do and you're never going to get out from under it. And look, is it your fault? Yeah, in part, take responsibility for your spending, but also the system traps you in debt. High interest credit cards and loans. It's almost impossible to pay off your debt once you get into that cycle. Insane inflation keeps you stuck paycheck to paycheck. And that's why you need Done With Debt, because Done With Debt is your lifeline. Done With Debt has an ingenious new strategy to help you deal with debt faster than most of us would think possible. Done With Debt analyzes your debt, gives you options that you'll qualify for. Done With Debt knows how to reduce bills, cut interest rates. They've got skilled staff at Done With Debt that will negotiate figure out how to get better deals. So here's how easy they'll make it. Go to donewithdebt.com, donewithdebt.com, and start getting out from under the problem and toward the solution. You got debt? You need done with debt. Let's switch gears here and do some YouTube comments. We have a lot of YouTube comments. This is from your interview with Jamel Hill. I don't understand the use of pronouns when for so many years the LGBTQ community fought to just be viewed as everyone else. There's always been feminine men and masculine women. It is all very confusing, yet I respect the conversation. It is confusing. Uh, change can be difficult. I think wanting to be accepted like everybody else means being accepted on their own terms of what their identity is. And I get that that's confusing. And... I find it to be that way as well, although I think that I bring just so much less judgment to it than so many other people do. I have a high, high level of indifference for other people's actions that don't impact on me or mine. You know what I'm saying? My kid says that that's their reality, their truth. I got to care about it and get into it in a way that I'm not going to if it's you or your kid. 
Why? Because I stick to my own. And what you decide is right for your life. Yeah, but they're forcing it onto us. They're forcing us. Okay, well, let's take a look at that. What are you really being forced to do? Well, they were playing sports against uh, girls and that's not fair. How often is that happening? Well, once is too often. All of a sudden, once is too often. It's amazing how we apply that standard when it's convenient to us. But I do get that it is confusing. And it is upsetting. And when you hear about people who say, I made a mistake, I shouldn't have done this transition thing, that makes it even more upsetting. Oh, but that's so rare. Oh, now here they're using the uh, one is uh, not enough. You see what I'm saying? It's like, you know, uh, there's too much politics at play in this. And I believe that there's exaggeration of the relevance of this in our society. Oh, but Bill Maher, you like him. And he says that the percentage of people in the community is expanding exponentially. Every generation soon will all be gay. Or some of it is people feeling free about expressing themselves in a way that they didn't before. How many gay men, and especially men, but how many gay men have you heard about being married with kids? Because they had to live that way to be accepted in society, they thought. So it is confusing. It is frustrating. But how we deal with it matters also. And I think there's just as much trouble on that side as there is what we're dealing with. This is from your interview with Barbara Corcoran. These are two different opinions on the interview. Jose Gonzalez writes, Chris, what a great interview. It is so great to see you in this format. Five likes. D writes, be careful and mindful of your guest interviews turning into therapy sessions. One like. What are you trying to say? You're trying to say that you don't want that from an interview. Well, then don't watch it or don't listen to it. I, I don't have that concern that some might see it as therapeutic or helping them to pursue some deeper questions or truths about themselves or their life or the people around them. And I think that's one of the distinct benefits of perspective from somebody like a Barbara Corcoran who's lived life in so many different facets and ways and what she's learned about it. See, I care more about struggle and suffering and the human condition than I do the intellectual or provocative interest in hearing a Barbara Corcoran say things about the other guys on Shark Tank or her three keys to investing. I'm more interested in the human experience and how we get to know ourselves and be our best selves and how we keep making efforts in that regard, which is never a finished work. I think that's of more value, certainly to me and to the people I'm trying to reach. And if that's not you, that's cool. There are a lot of podcasts out there, but I'm not going to shy away from somebody offering depth into what I think matters most. This is from one of your Cuomo on the Couch episodes. This is from Christine Barnes. She writes, I love these talks and look forward to them. I can deal with physical pain, but the emotional stuff, and I have a ton of it, is agonizing. I'm glad I can recognize my lows and I'm learning how to analyze them. Sign me up if you decide to take this on its own route. So helpful. Thank you, Chris. I'd need to have like 10 or 20,000 people sign up for like nine or 10 bucks a month for the production value and for the time I'd be taken away from other things. There's the question of whether or not I can provide enough value in that regard. You know, um, like somebody had suggested I get like some kind of coaching certification online or something like that. Their courses, there's so many people who already have such great pedigrees. Why would I want to get into that mix? It's not what I do. I struggle. 
Uh, I want to be helpful. I don't want to give anybody the idea that I have answers that I know will work for you. I just know the things I've tried for me and what could work that I haven't made work for myself and things that do work for me and things that haven't worked for me that may work for you. Um, so I don't know, I may do it. Um, but I really love hearing that somebody is enjoying and benefiting from the process of drilling down on themselves. It's really hard. It's really scary. Physical pain is a lot easier to deal with for me than emotional pain. And I, I feel you on that pun intended. Let's try some YouTube comments right now. This is the first round. That runway guy writes, I wish you would talk about the actual you versus the CNN you. I used to despise you in the short three-minute clip slash debates. However, when you're allotted time to elaborate on your thoughts, I may disagree, but I still respect you. You no longer feel the need to play into the, quote, key phrases and talking points that are zeros or ones. I, again, I, I appreciate you taking the time uh, to reassess. I do. I don't feel that I'm any different. And look, I, I feel that I am personally because of what I've gone through and what I've decided to do with my show. And I certainly cover a lot more crime because I think it's a lot more relatable than I do the internecine back and forth between Democrats and Republicans. But I'm telling you, I was not towing any party line at CNN and nobody was asking me to. You know, I was doing what I thought was right in each case. I always had righties and Trump people on more than anybody else in that place. And I'm not speaking for anybody else. I'm certainly not judging anybody else. But, you know, this idea that I was under some spell or some, you know, you know, some kind of oppression at CNN, it's just not true. And, you know, I think that that may say more about how you feel about that place and what you need to be true to suit your politics than it is about the facts and circumstances as they actually are. I think you're going to like this one. This is from uh, Algier128. They've written multiple comments like this along these lines. Can you honestly tell your podcast guy to stop finding the naysaying critical BS on the phone lines and YouTube? There's critical stuff from people like me who do criticize on subjects from our perspective. Tell them to read those thingies, damn it. So they think I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm only finding the main <laughs> stuff. I'm telling you, uh, Algier, I'm, I'm, I'm doing and my then, best. And did he give a criticism? Uh, in another comment, they went on about the Gorilla Glass thing. Gorilla Glass on any Apple or Android phone doesn't mean your ass, spelled A-Z-Z, shouldn't have a good, sturdy, reliable case on it. The Gorilla Glass just helps it not be further damaged if your phone is dropped inside of the phone case. Take it from a lady who has had Androids, a past whack iPhone, and a really good Windows phone who never had screen damage. Listen, if you're going to call it Gorilla Glass, it shouldn't break. And this stuff cracks way too easy, which is why so many of us need Apple Care and that there are all these side hustle guys out there that can repair the glass on your screens and we all need it so often. Now, that said, I have a case on my phone. New okay. phone, new, new phone, phone too. And a case. Remember, we're going to put up we're going to put a link in here for the old episode that shows your decrepit, your decrepit old. Well, but that was phone. part of it is that, you know, when I I got into that mess in Ukraine and the phone got smashed, I was like, well, it's over now. All the cameras are destroyed, all the glass was broken. What do I have a case on it for? Although I learned what the answer to that question was. I had the case on because I kept having shards of glass get stuck in my hand like an idiot. Um, I'm also really hard on phones and no, not just because of Ukraine. Uh, the biggest problem for me with the phone is that 
and I've been using my phone less and less, by the way. That, that's true. I told you I was going to uh, be trying to do that. And I, I really am. I'm, I'm really surprised at how well it's going. Um, we really don't need these things as much. More is not always better. It's the boat. It's the fishing and the boat. I fish a lot when other people would be in an office and I have to be available. So I have a lot of slimy, bloody, wet situations, if I'm lucky, right? If we're in the fish, where I then have to answer the phone or take a picture and I drop the phone and bad things happen. And um, I'm very hard on phones. I really am. So I have a cover on it now. You know, let's focus. I got much bigger faults than this. I thought people taking their phones out of the toilet was gross. Who's just covered in fish heads and <laughs> warm guts and all that. So don't, uh, don't ever let anybody borrow your phone and get some disinfectant. I clean my phone a lot. Do you have one of those things like the Delta Lounge where it's like a UV machine and it just like scrambles all the germs on no, top of it? I don't believe in it. Although, you know yeah. what I do uh, that I think does work? Um, Dishwasher. Two things. One, I take sponges and I put them in the microwave because that kills a ton of stuff. And if my wife, my wife is always um, getting rid of it, but I like to take these little dishes and put a cap full of bleach and some soapy water in it. And I leave the sponge in it. <laughs> Your bleach it, solution. It kills yeah. everything. And it gives you a good start on using the sponge because it's always wet, moist as you would. I think we have to go now. Don't we want to hear more about your uh, <laughs> your phone cleaning bleach no, solution? No, I, I, I clean it all the time. Okay, good. That's that's for all of you out there. And I'm sorry if you don't like the, the questions. Thank you again for loading for bear and coming without a care. I appreciate you uh, for giving me the opportunity and taking the time to scrutinize and to even say nice things, even though Greg doesn't use them. And now we're all aware. Thank you so much for subscribing and following. I'll see you on News Nation 8P and 11P every weekday night. You can figure out where the channel is at the top of the page. or There'll be somewhere. There'll be a button. Let's get after it. Take care of yourself and take care of the people you care about.